podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Capella University, you're in control of your education. With the game-changing FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines and move at your own pace. The faster you move, the more you save. Visit capella.edu to learn more. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Doing the intro here, doing the intro here, doing the intro. Right, okay, good evening, good evening, welcome along to tonight's podcast. Um, it's the preview of the of the United match, and let's not say anything incriminating, too incriminating, boys, anyway. Um, right, so up tonight, we're just basically looking at the United game, and then we're going to have a look at some of our war stories from holidays. Well, we're not really, we're going to build up to Neil's stories from holidays, and trust me, you want to just listen to the whole podcast just for the end of it, because it's, it's worth it, it's weight in gold, or Neil's holiday shorts pockets at the time. Um, right, so... Stephen Daly, talk to me. What do we have to tell the people? Okay, okay, okay. Um, so we are hosting our first ever live event um, for Liverpool versus Spurs on the 22nd of October. It's the Sunday afternoon game, 4 o'clock. Um, we're holding it in J.K. Stoutman's, which used to be the tram pub in James's Street. Mm. Uh, David Fairclough's going to be coming over as part of this uh, for his Irish book launch, uh, Super Sub, which is out at the moment. Um, tickets are available on our own website, www.lfcdt.com forward slash shop um, or within the bar JK Stoutman's on James Street they also have tickets and uh, there's two different types of tickets available there's uh, 10 euro general entry tickets which will see Dave doing a pre-match and post-match uh, analysis of the Spurs game as well as us having a Q&A interview with him as well about mm-hmm. his time at Liverpool and um, his his uh, his career at the club talking about some excerpts from the book etc um, or there is a se- there is a second ticket available which is a 20 euro meet and greet ticket Dave will sign uh, a copy of the book which also comes free as part of that ticket it which is. it's a screaming deal because yep. at the moment in Eason's um, it's twenty six fifty just for the book and on Amazon's 25 is it okay and he's going to be doing a signing in Eason's the next day so why go and pay twenty six fifty just for him to sign it and tell you to move on he'll sign a jersey he'll sign the book you can get a picture with him whatever else on the day that uh, that we're having so yeah 10 euro tickets 20 euro tickets and just so everyone look at it, it is limited entry this isn't like fucking free for all and as many no 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 now, we've, so only, we've only we've uh, only I think there's the, the, I think we, we, we've capped it at 100 for the day yeah 100, yeah. 100 for the day 50, 50 limited um, to uh, general entry uh, and 50 limited to uh, meet and greet so um, tickets have gone well so far we're very happy with uh, with with it but you know there is still a few tickets left um, and uh, yeah well, I, I also sorry on uh, this weekend we will be we will be going along um, and have them available um, Liverpool versus Man United um, in the um, the Liffey Bar. I All right, excellent. Okay, the other thing I'll say is that we will be doing something on the day. Gav will be there, Neil will be there, I'm going to be there, Steve is going to be there. I think most of us are going to be there and we will have something planned for a record podcasty type thing that will be going out after the show. So we'll be capturing a bit of the live bit. So, even if you're not a, even if you're not worried to want to come down for the whole super sub thing, get down by ten hour in and you get be part of the, the the podcast itself. But um, more details about that on on the actual day itself. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be doing we'll be doing two more pods between now and then anyway, so we will give yep. some extra detail as time comes along. But in the meantime, we'd love to see anybody who likes the show there on the day. Mm. Um, so www lfc dot uh, sorry lfcdt dot com forward slash shop. Yeah, uh, the other bit. Okay, so obviously tonight's show is sponsored by Skillzone as ever. So that's Skillzone.ie, um, and that's the place where you can go and do all the multiple events. I think it's ten events or whatever it is. It's based up in Sandyford. It's a great place to go with a group of people. Um, yeah, and, and I think and we're looking at World Games first weekend in November. 
I War think games is, is a potential, potential date for, for... I won't be able to attend. Well, then that won't be happening that weekend, will Maybe. it? We've waited about six weeks for my fucking leg to heal. So <laughs> no, yeah. We can wait an extra weekend for you to be there. It's my daughter's first birthday. Oh, well, don't mind so. your daughter. Kids, <laughs> kids are ridiculous anyway. It's my missus' birthday as well. Okay, well, that's a little bit different. <laughs> you can always have another kid. You can't get another missus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right uh, so okay up next is the qu- I don't know where I'm going to put the quote in today because I know I forgot to hit, hit start when uh, Gav you were telling us about the, stand- man, the impact of man his injury so it'll probably come in and Dave Thomas instead but uh, nobody will notice this with the magic of editing so Kevin what would you say your main skills are um, rugby soccer Gaelic tennis climbing basketball shooting golf baseball and hanging tough test your sports skills at Skillzone Ireland's first multi-sports indoor circuit be the first to get 100 points and you'll also win 10,000 euro Skillzone Sandyford see skillzone.ie T's and C's apply you are generally the, the most rational man when it comes to these type of things sometimes yes. for better sometimes for worse um, how, how do you feel having lost Mane um, in this manner um, how, how, how do you feel ahead of this game like, how important is he to this match in your opinion? Well, for this particular match, probably not as important as other games mm-hmm. because I think it's going to be a little bit more... We're not going to be um, on the front foot or, you know, counter-attacking as much as maybe we thought. I, I think the thing to remember is the squad isn't shallow. We bought Salah for this exact thing, yeah. right? That yeah. if we lost Mane, that we'd have someone with pace to come in. And Salah has played very well. Uh, you move Coutinho back into the front three. Coutinho played very well there last year. He's played very well since he's come back. The real worry for me is not so much... Uh, Ma- I mean, Mane being injured is a loss. He's been very good for us. But it's Firmino's, Firmino's lack of form at the moment, I think, is probably a bigger concern. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing, I think Wijnaldum is training today. So it's whether... I don't know if Wijnaldum's going to be fit. So it could end up being Henderson, Jean. Oxley Chamberlain in the middle, and then the front three of Coutinho, Firmino, and Don't Sam. worry about I could, that. I could so, see Steve's fucking heart sinking. Yeah, so <laughs> for me, it's you know, the, I don't think the squad is necessarily that shallow. The, on the flip side, I think Mane's been better this season than he was last season. So so far, he's been better. So, but look, you know, we, we're good enough to beat them. Mm. We're good enough to beat them with what we've got, and. We're going to get injuries. We're going to lose key players. That's going to happen. Um, the squad needs strengthening in January if we're really going to kick on. But for now, that's why we bought Salah. It's for this reason mm-hmm. that if you, you know, if you. But, sorry, my only point on, on on the squad being a bit shallow was you seen at the end of last season, Coutinho being moved back into this tree in midfield. Yep. Um, the only point I have on that is if Mane is out, we should have somebody tailor made. You know. Not as good as Mane because he's an exceptional player. But what I mean is, instead of having to move Coutinho back out of this position he's been moved into over the last six months yeah. or so, you're having to move him. And then, you're, you know, you're having to move him and you're having to bring someone else in. That's the only point I was making with regards to it being shallow because I if you had somebody like, I don't know, name a winger. Markovic. Yeah, don't name him. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if you had somebody of... Not as equal quality as Mane, but somewhere in around that, where he could come in directly for him, rather than having to move Coutinho back into a position that he'd been moved out of six months ago. But That's, do you know what's funny, right, is that Coutinho in midfield, people were like, oh my God, Coutinho in midfield, and those three ahead of him, it'd be amazing. I don't think he's played well in midfield. In, you know, all of his positive contributions have come when he's been... Further forward, you know, and I don't think he's actually, he scored wonder goals, but that's, you kind of got to take that out of Coutinho's game a little bit and mm. look at his all-round play. I don't think he's been great in the middle three. Now, he's only getting used to it and yeah. he's got fit and all that. Everybody's stuff. making an assumption at the minute that he's going to come into that front three. I haven't seen anything from Klopp to say that that's going to happen. You know, so so what's to say yeah, that the storage, what's to say that out, the storage come in, Steve? Are you right? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like Mane could be out, storage could come in. Yeah, well, you Firmino see, worry, could go my, out wide, and Solanke could come. That'd central. be a big worry for me. Moving Firmino away with central is. But just, he's been absolutely abysmal centrally as well. Yeah, but look, yeah, he probably has been. But at the end of the day, you play someone in the best position. All right, his form isn't great. But this is a game where he could really, you know... But this is also the game that you have to take a half chance. And that's not Roberto Firmino's best 
attribute is yeah. he needs a few chances. This is the game yeah. whereby you grab one chance and you take it, and mm. it could be a one nil. And yeah. who do you so, think is good enough to do that? James McLean. James McLean. <laughs> James McLean. He's been released by West Brom and we signed him as a free agent for the weekend. Because if the argument is Sturridge, I'm sorry, that doesn't stack yeah, up. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't stack up for me, no. No, he's been, he's been, no, listen, Sturridge has been poor um, and no one really can argue that too much given his last game. No, we shouldn't have kept Origi. He'd we should just, have kept Origi. He'd be, no, he'd be no, no, just no, no, as no, bad. No. He'd be just as bad. We should have bought a striker, but let's not get into that because we didn't. Let's ask. Let's go to some I think, you know what, actually, before we go on there, I think I have something to say. And I, I, I want to come back to your concerns in a minute, right? Thanks, Just uh, on, sure on the storage, I won't. I know, I just love annoying you, man. No, I only bring you in for annoying you. I know. You're a fucking expert at this thing. On the storage thing, right? Yeah. Does he tend not to perform at his best in these bigger type games? No, he tends not to perform at his best because we play him up front on his own. I, no, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> so, so stop doing that. Play well, Firmino and him up top. And play Salah on the left. Oxley Chamberlain on the right. And no. play two in midfield. Or do I'd something never, different. I, I, I honestly, the more we go into this, the more I'm, I'm fucking baffled at why we signed Oxley Chamberlain. Every time no, I, I know this, play. I know this. You know my feelings on it. I Somebody, uh, uh, Shawnee <coughs> Q2010 has asked, would we take the draw at this moment in time? No. Where no. is it away? No, it's an add-on field. No. You have to no. win your home matches. Yeah. Okay, I want to ask, uh, and going on to it, like just just looking at the the idea of Solanke, he's he yeah. seems more equipped for playing as that central striker, right? Yeah. If you if you're not going to play Firmino in in that role, I thought he did well when he came on uh, against Newcastle. He did excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I don't believe Klopp feels he's ready to start games yet, which is kind of a pity. Some, you know, that's that's something that's happened with United over the last um, what amount of years. They give kids a chance in these big games. And to be fair, in saying that, he gave Trent Alexander-Arnold his run, his debut, was it? Or, or his full yeah. debut anyway, I think, yeah. um, in this very game last season. Or at it might have been at Old Trafford. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was the early game in the season, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, so what's to stop him giving Solanke a start? But why would you? I, I don't understand the desire to do something you know, really different in this game. You know, the difference between us being a very good side over the last few games and the results we've had have been very small margins. It's not like we've been a million miles away. We should have probably won every game, apart from the City game. Every game that we haven't won, we should have won. We were by far the better side. We created loads of chances. I I don't understand the desire to do something so different. We should just be fine-tuning what we've done and stop conceding silly goals, which is an easy thing to say, but like... And you're right, because... Like going forward, all right, we've had some off days. Newcastle, I don't think, was very good. We were actually quite good going forward in Moscow. Yeah. It was just the last ball or the yeah. last finish, you know. Story it's missing. 120 chances on goal. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, but no, 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 the defense, defense, defensive thing, we'd probably go on to, and that's that's the one that was that's the point. What I was going to make, but listen, it doesn't work. Our, our concerns are our concerns are not from going midfield into forward line. That's not a problem for us. That's got. That's, but it is a problem. Everybody's saying that's not a problem. Okay, okay. Our biggest concern is not that. We're going to create chances, and we will create chances against Manchester United. Whether we take, whether we take them or not, is another thing. Our biggest concern has to be going back the other way. Because yeah, United are scoring. What's mean going back the other way? As in defensively. Okay, just just on, on the United thing and. and on it, right? Look, let's get. We may as well. Just, the whole thing is about going to be fuck about the United again because there's nothing else to talk about. Bar the injury, um, but like United, right? Have been free scoring against teams they weren't free scoring against last year. Okay. Yes. They weren't free scoring against the top teams. Okay. They've signed a centre forward who has never been free scoring against the top teams, with the exception of Liverpool, because this is the, the one team that he scored his most goals against yeah. in, in the top six or top seven teams. Yeah, but okay. I think that included maybe two uh, or one something. game. No, it was two, two one game, one and three all draw that good Even yeah. still, it's the only team he tends to score against is ourselves. He doesn't, t- he doesn't score against the other top sides. Yeah. Right? So in reality, this is probably United's best chance. If you're looking at it on paper and you're looking at the way the team plays and how we set up around Lukaku and how to actually go and potentially score goals against the top side. Because in in, in, I'd say 90% of the games, 
and I'd, I'd even argue in this one Mourinho is going to come and he's going to sit and he's going to look to break just, just to play negative yeah. Daryl football yeah, of course. he's not but going to look to win the game but he's going to look to catch us on the break and use Lukaku's battering ram pace over the top Martial or, or Rashford you talk it to me sorry Martial or Rashford or whoever up top with him yeah and, and literally look to exploit the gaps that Matip and Lovren will, will have either side of them because our full backs are going to push on yeah but I've, se- I've seen a few United fans talk about Lukaku and even Everton fans that watch them and the difference they say is when Everton come to Anfield or whatever and play us and they sit back, like Mourinho might do mm. on, on Saturday morning or Saturday lunchtime, um, Everton will sit back and they'll leave him exposed up front. What United are trying to do is when they do get it to him, they're getting plenty of bodies around them. And what's happening is there's loads of options for them and it's giving him that bit more space and support. And United are right. They're going to sit. I think they will. I think they'll sit and they'll say, look, lads, Burnley done it. You know, we, they sat, they, they didn't give much away, we, they got a chance and we'll take it, but we'll be, we'll be more equipped to shut Liverpool out than, than Burnley or whoever else well, will be. I think Firmino, as God has made two excellent points here, he says, Phil, you're a good man, but you have such a big head, which is fairly true. You know, just I think that's hard, a bit harsh. Hard, I think my head, my head is that. just larger on, on, on television. You're just closer is. to the camera. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm close to all it's the rest the of the camera. the old Google recipe. And yeah. then he also says, that Welsh chap is a clown. Get rid of him and get Shawnee FC. And so welcome back, Dave. It's great, <laughs> it's great to see you having lost your ability to really fucking wind people up in a matter of minutes. <laughs> the funny thing is, he's talking the most sense. If only I cared with any of these guys. <laughs> 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 only, seriously, it would, it would be good to get that feedback. Mm, it's all good. I think on the United, on the Lukaku front, this is the first game where I'm a little bit where United know that if they ride out the first 15 minutes. Do you remember when Ferguson used to come and, you know, we'd be maybe under Roy Evans or under Rogers or whatever. They knew that if they just rode out the first 15 minutes, they'd settle, they'd settle into it. And I got, I got this feeling about this game that he's going to say to Lukaku, you're not going to touch the ball for the first 15 minutes. Yeah. Because these guys are going to go flying out of the trap. We're going to frustrate them. Provided we don't concede in the first 15, 20 minutes, then we start getting on the ball because this is what we do. And then suddenly they'll start to exert themselves. So for us, we've either got to score in the first 15 minutes, or possibly two in the first 30, or we've got to react after 15 minutes or 20 minutes and not take, not drop back. And keep yeah. our heads. Yeah, keep our heads. We've got to yeah. be smart. And, and that's, that's a worry because it's something we look like we lack at times. Is yeah, that we're not calm. We've got no... no yeah. like. It's the, old bull, it's the old bull and the young bull, isn't it? You know it's, what I mean? You know, we, it's, it's like an Alonso or a Herpier or one of those players that will just tell everyone, hey, relax. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. Like the young bull Nobody. stands at the top of the field and he looks down at all the cows and he says, Daddy, let's run down. The young bull says, Daddy, let's run down and fuck a cow. And the old bull says, no, son, let's walk down and fuck them all. Right. And that's what it is. It's, I can't believe I've learned something here tonight. There you go. I'm amazed. You said that. I'm amazed. That's, that's true. You just have to have some patience, take your time, and fuck well, a lot of cows. <laughs> you will need. You will need. Pa- you do need. What is, like, what is going on right now? On, See, I? this is what we have to deal with on a regular basis. Um, <laughs> okay, work away. Um, so yeah, listen. In, in that sense, uh, one of the lads here has asked. Um, Sorry, it was Dean Regan, 86, said, how much of a difference would swapping Hendo and Can, uh, Chan's position make, if any? So you're talking about putting Chan well, and Chan's... Well, you have to... The two boys have been playing... The two of them have been playing a screening role in the last couple of matches. Yeah, so they've, they've been, been, been into... They've been playing in tandem rather than playing yeah, in two different... Shut up, Phil. Yeah, <laughs> rather than playing in two different positions, they're going to play in similar positions, but on, on right or left, and swapping across. So to swap them around... They, they've been doing that themselves anyway, so it wouldn't make any fucking difference at all. I Thanks don't know. Now. I don't know if they'll. they'll... Sorry, Gab, I've just said it wouldn't make any difference. <laughs> 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 I just said that. Perhaps. No, you weren't looking at me. Did you not see? I just said that. Next. I was just about to agree with you. Sorry, Next. Fucking freaking. Chris asked. Chris. Chris is in, and he asked who plays fullback positions. Uh, well, fullbacks. Of, <laughs> of us, who are Moreno, Moreno, Moreno starts. Moreno starts at yeah. left full. Oh, I think 100%, yeah. And who goes in at right full? It would be Gomez for me all day. It's oh, very, very hard. I mean, you had, you had, the que- it's the question who would we play or who who do you think Klopp who will play? Who do you pick? think Klopp will play? Because there's no point You'd saying play Moreno and, play. and Gomez then, I would have thought. But I wouldn't. Is Trent not back yet? No. Was he not uh, playing? He didn't play any football for the under 21s. 
I think purely because we need something more defensively because of two centre halves of shit. Yeah, fair enough. It's a fair point. Is it a game for Milner at left back? Uh, is it a game or, for Milner well, or Robinson? If you're going to play Milner, or Milner Robertson left, even that Robinson, that fellow Robinson, no, Robinson is good as well. Robinson, Jack yeah. Robinson. Oh, is yeah. that who he is? Yeah. But Miller, no one ever Miller didn't go, go away with England, right? Miller didn't go away no. on international duty. Robson played for Scotland in, or was, is it away, right? In yeah, the match too, I believe they were. Yeah. And he, he doesn't look like he's fully convinced yet of, of uh, Robertson. So, I mean, I, would, I wouldn't like to see Mourinho start because I think, again, Mourinho will just put Lukaku on him all game. You know, long balls from Matic up to Lukaku on Moreno, and that's that's the game. That's, then, as you were saying, that's yeah. you know, you get Mata, Rashford, Martial, yeah. whoever you know, Mkhitaryan, whoever's playing around him, and suddenly we're stretched. Yeah. So I would, I'd prefer to see you know a more traditional left back play. The only thing about Moreno starting will be his pace, and if you're playing the likes of Rashford and Martial, Wyatt, or Mkhitaryan. They have got pace, and I think that's what might do for Moreno. But can I can I just say one more thing as well, which is that I think that you know Lovren gets shit loads of criticism, right? But Lovren and Moreno together is the problem, right? Yeah, Lovren when Milner played did pretty well. Lovren when he plays with Robertson in that one game looked okay. Moreno is the problem. Moreno and Lovren together because they're both so positionally poor. Mm-hmm. Right, that they they both like to go and try and win the ball early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they never cover each other. Yeah. yeah. So what ends up happening is they're both out of position. Whereas if you're playing either with a more traditional left back in Robertson or someone that can't run in Milner, they tend to be deeper. So a lover misses it, you've got to cover. The first instinct is to yeah. cover. Yeah. Whereas Moreno is in line with Lovren. So what he ends up doing is running as fast as he can and karate kicking the guy, yeah. you know, yeah. in the back of the leg. So the I two, think the two of them together is, is an issue. It's just a disaster. You and my, my argument would have been that Lovren's a better right sided centre half than I, he is I, a left. I 100, I've, I've been backing this since that he came into yeah. the club. You we've know I've said this. this. Yeah. Um, every when time, Lover and Asako together was the, probably Lover, the best we've had, right? And, and he played right sided. And he played right sided yeah. that partnership, right? And even, even every time he plays that, it's a bit like the Glenn Johnson at left back thing right he had to concentrate more when he went into his unnatural side if you know what I mean in terms of his preferred place so he's less likely to do the mad things that he does he still comes and attacks the ball which is fine but he's just less likely to go sprinting down the left wing or charging into midfield and leaving a space behind him because he's just that little bit more cautious when he plays on that right hand side and he looks a much more solid player Matip has played left centre back in, in Germany right so and he's played both sides for Schalke. He's played in a, on the left side of a tree as well. So play him there. Like, they can't be any worse. No. Uh, the one thing I'll say well, is they can't I be any worse. Well, Matip's problem is the same as Klopp's problem, which is that he thinks Lovren is a better player than he is. So yeah. he, he keeps expecting Lovren to not do the stupid thing. So then he goes, okay, you know, yeah. I, won't, I don't need to worry about covering or whatever, you know? But to me, when I, when I watch Matip, um, Lovren would strike me as the faster player. You know, um, oh over 20, 30 yards, I think Lovren would be the faster player of the two. And I think that's why he might be playing on the left to cover Moreno, Moreno. who goes forward. Whereas if, if you put Matip in there, he could be exposed to pace yeah. one-on-one a lot yeah. more. Well, Moreno is going to be, if he sees them two, like you said, Dave, it's an obvious thing to say, maybe if them two are on the team sheet, that's where they're going to attack us because it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. I mean, yeah. anyone with half a brain is going to do that, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, if you're playing Moreno, you'd almost play Clavin. Because Clavin doesn't do the mad running out trying to win the ball early shit. He just stands there. He does just stand there, Dave, but he has an awful habit of just giving the opposition the football as well, which oh, isn't okay. a great, it's not a great trait for your centre-halves um, and something that Lukaku can definitely punish us with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, as much as we're saying he's not going to take Firmino as centre-forward, he's not going to take Matip and Look, Robin Look, he should have signed a centre-half, everyone knows this, like, it's so. crazy. Yeah, yeah let's not get into that now. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, looking at look, looking ahead to what's going on. Have we lost the feed? No, no, no. We're okay. Are you sure? I think so. It tells me in restream we've lost the feed. Lost the feed. I don't know. I well, don't there's know. 40 people. But it says I'm streaming here, so I don't know what's going on in restream. I don't know. Not diverse. Um, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. Sure, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll do this, and then I'll do this. And then this. And then this. And it's, it's, it's I don't know. I uh, honestly don't. That killed the broadcast. Does it? Well, we'll start it up again. Yeah. All right. 
Um, <laughs> solid work from Phil. Solid. First night back. To be fair, First he did a better back. job than I did last week. So fairness, let's not knock him too much, eh? In fairness, <laughs> we have something that's going on, and I have us back on now. So we are live again, right? And I've changed the titles. Lovely, lovely, right. lovely. So the titles have been changed. Great. Put in hashtag LFC. Hashtag LFC. Well, it's too late now. I've just fucking done it. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you can't be telling me these things after I've done it. Glad to see it's got smoother since I was away. Yeah. So listen, if this was smooth, it'd be no crack, Dave. Yeah. It'd be boring. We wouldn't have people moaning at us all the time. Right. Uh, right. So look, we, looking at the defense, the goalkeeper, anyone think that we should drop the sponge? And put yeah, so put, uh, yeah, put Danny Ward and go. Everybody does feel, but it's not going to happen. Isn't it, it's just self infuriating, isn't it? Like it it's is. Not, it's not going to I have to ask Dave. Actually, and there's a point I want to ask you. Right, Wayne Hennessy is one of the shittest Minulay imposters around. Right, <laughs> is, does it not frustrate you as a Wales fan that Ward isn't getting a look in? Yeah, but Coleman's a terrible manager. Mm-hmm. So would you not be backing him not for an LFC job when Klopp is is, is sacked for being inca- incompetent? Be very hard to uh, very hard to play Danny Ward, who is Liverpool's third choice goalkeeper, and and not also play Scottish. Wayne. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I feel a bit bad for Ward, really, because I don't understand why Klopp brought him back. Like, why bring him back? He's not we getting any games. We were discussing that last time, like, Dave. Yeah, what's you know, he going to do? It's just, leave him where he was and he gets some football. Exactly. I mean, if, football if he's starting yeah. for Huddersfield or Brighton or whatever, maybe he gets a, a game for Wales. Then you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. I, you know my view on this in that I would have started Carrius from the start of the season to see mm-hmm. what he's about. But if you're going to chop and change and he's going to start Minnie and that's probably the right call because I don't think Carrius is ever going to show his best form when he's playing one game in five. Yeah. You know, he's just it's just never going to happen for him. He's too young a goalkeeper. He's got to get used. To, he's playing with different centre-halves all the time, different midfielders, mm-hmm. different full-backs. It just can't work like that. You've yeah. got to pick a keeper and stick with it. And if Carrius has a dodgy few games which he, he probably would, as we talked about a lot last season, you've got to ride that out and just say, he's the keeper. And if yeah. he's not good enough at the end of the season, you get rid of him and you buy someone else. But don't stick the fucking guy we know isn't good enough back in goal. Yeah, know? we're asking this question every week and I don't know why we're asking it now because um, it would make sense to put Carrius or even Ward in um, because I don't rate Mignolet one bit. And I, I said at the back end of the last season, if if we're still discussing Mignolet and it's the pros and cons of him 10 games into a season, there's something wrong. But and we're what? still doing it. We know, talk so. about the lack of character in the side, right? And the lack of leaders in the side. Well, sometimes the people who have that are not the best players, right? And, you know, Carius is a confident cunt, right? And he is far more vocal than Mignolet. Mm-hmm. He's far more, you know, uh, assertive in terms of what he wants to do. So... We can either have a silent goalkeeper in Minile and a silent centre-half in Matip and God knows where else, or we start taking some risks here and say, actually, what we want is one of the reasons I constantly defend Lovren, despite him being very difficult to defend, is that I've never seen a player get knocked down so much and get back up and go, I fuck it, I'm going to go for it. Is unreal. I mean, yeah, it is. doesn't it's mean he's any good, though. No, I don't know no. if it borders on delusion. To no, be it's it's mean he's but it's, good, something yeah. to be, it's something to be, you can't <laughs> complain about a lack it's of like character. It's like a man called Ali, isn't it? Yeah, thanks in Baghdad. But you can't complain about a lack of character and then be annoyed at the one guy that's got a bit of character. Yeah, You know, you've got to go, actually... Maybe if Henderson had a bit of Lovren's character, maybe things would be, you know, maybe be a better captain. You like, know, I, I do, and I, um, I, I'm a big fan of Jordan Henderson, but you have to start looking at. I don't know. Listen, it's hard to quantify what does a captain bring um, in the sense of that really vocal, passionate captain. Do, is that any better than maybe? I'm sure if people actually went and properly analysed it, there's been tons of really successful, quiet, calm captains. Hey, well, yeah, example. you know what I mean? Like, you never really saw... But but he led by example by being excellent. Yeah, he wasn't vocal. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. But, but yeah. unfortunately, Jordan Henderson isn't leading by being excellent or by rallying Gerard. those around Look him. Look at Gerard. He wasn't the most vocal in the world. Ah, uh, he was. He no, was no, but he, he wasn't what, really. But i tell you what he was. He, he was, led he, by example. Yeah, sir. He led by example in the sense that he would go in and... And I was only... Ta- uh, David Thompson was only talking about this last week, saying the one thing Stephen Gerrard did was he would decide... I'm going to go in and smash somebody in the first five minutes or ten minutes. Or if he saw that the game, the game was was dropping off and the crowd were gone, you know, gone quiet and stuff like that, he would play an eighty-yard crossfield ball, 
not because it was the most effective ball to play, but because in his mind he was thinking, that's the sort of ball that will get people off their seats, get yeah. the support behind us again. You get the feeling that maybe he isn't in Jordan Henderson's locker. But so, sometimes I think the captaincy can elevate the player, and sometimes I think it can bring a player down. Mm. And I think with Henderson, I don't think it's doing him any favours having the captaincy. You know, look at... Uh, Gerard it elevated him. It made him the fulcrum of the team. He was much more uh, influential. Look what Spurs have done now. They've taken the captaincy off uh, Vertonghen and given it to Harry Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and it's elevated him. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. For England now, he's the captain instead of Henderson. I think the other thing on Henderson is he's trying to be captain and play a new position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a fucking lot to do in a it's game. It's a big ask. Yeah. It's a big ask to suddenly come back from injury, be captain, be in a new position, be fighting for your place. And the final thing I would say is I think the best captains are usually centre-halves because the game takes place in front, in of, front them. of them. Yeah. And they can see what's happening and they can dictate. They're also not 100% switched on all the time the way you have to be in centre-midfield. At a centre-half, you can take a minute out of the game have a look what's going on you know talk to players around you you know talk to the referee or whatever if you're playing centre midfield particularly in this team you're always looking for the ball when do you have time well, to it's, do it's, 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 um, if we had two decent centre backs, would you ever consider Matip at central defensive midfield at the at the base of the midfield? No, no. personally, I wouldn't. No. no, I don't think he has. That's a really far fetched one, isn't it? I that's think like, he's that's played a, there. Well, listen, it's like Eric Dyer who's come in and out of uh, centre half and and centre. It's midfield. the goal toilet seat question, isn't it? We haven't got one good centre half at the minute. No, but no, but he's saying if we had two good ones, is so, he capable of playing? Is defensive? He capable I'm of sure playing he is capable position. of playing in the position yet. But See, is he good enough? I don't think. I, I can't think of any Yaya Toure maybe who stepped out of centre half and played in midfield but like it's a completely different skill set there's, he more, has, there's more he chance he has the fucking pace to play centre half but can I say something there's, there's more examples of centre midfielders who step back, back in yeah, as centre exactly. backs than centre backs yeah. stepping yeah. into centre midfield yeah but it depends what you want them to do Phil because if you want if you play for a team that's you know 10th, 11th, 12th in the league and you want them to just sit in front mm. screen and block and you yeah. know all this sort of stuff fine but you can't tell me the style we play that Matthew could go in there and start attacks with no. these balls like we've spoken about Gerrard hitting and stuff like that you put him in so, midfield the opposition would you have put Matip in a midfield for a team lower down the league that you know he might be at the screen and be defensively good but he's not going to look we're all looking for Jordan Henderson to take a ball on the half turn and, and, and start attacks yeah. you know what I mean Matip coming out of there I don't no, no, I that think cha- I, I that chap's asking a question. I I wouldn't think. Paul yeah. McGrath was really good at it. It's the only one Who? that comes to mind. Paul McGrath when he played for Ireland, midfielder, started as midfielder. Yeah. He's a centre half, but it, hold on, how did you? What? You never had the ball. Are you looking forward to Russian this summer, Dave? Shut up. The bottle of vodka is as close as the Russia he'll be getting. Paul Morales stood in the middle. He was like he was watching tennis, just watching a ball go over his head all day. Well, that would be at the World Cup in Italy that time. Or was in America? Was that 1990, 1994? One of the, sorry, someone else here says, Farrell W said, where will Liverpool finish in this season? Let's, let's, let, let's come back to that later on because okay. I want to stick on, on, on the Man U game because it, it is the only thing that only real Liverpool the only game in town it's though. the only game in town right so you know given United's start given it's their first tough game um, there's a real chance for us to show them up as just being shit team bully boys now teams have won the league just by doing that right yeah. but if we don't Arsenal have made top four for the last 10 years doing that I know, it's but, the first but, real but test if, for them I if, see what if, you're if, saying but Phil. it's also a, a real test for us given what happened in the City yeah. match and given the way the way things haven't been great against the bad teams, which we were hoping we'd improve on this season, we're starting to turn these bigger matches into must-win occasions, which is not what you want to be doing this early in the season. And I don't mean like if we if, if we if we don't win, our season's over, right? No, 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 but no. we're putting ourselves under pressure to start accumulate the the three points in these matches where we should have picked them up, say against the Burnleys and the Newcastles and stuff like that. I think we're looking for a spark to our season. I really do. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no standout game so far. Arsenal probably. Just um, need to go on a run. You know, just need to go on a run. <laughs> um, but no, we are, we're looking, we're looking, we're looking. Five for, seasons. <laughs> we're looking for a spark to the season, you know, and there's nothing bigger than United at home or, or away to to do that. But um, it's a mass, it's always a massive game. But this one, for Liverpool fans, I think is one where we prove to people that we're good enough. And against that, we have to kind of prove that, you know, this United start is not a flash in the pan, but 
as being more overhyped than. But they haven't played know. a team in the top ten, have they? No, no I think that, I think they've won six out of four, seven, and I think five of them are in, currently in the bottom six. We can't usually see this as a, as a like, no, 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 you no, can't. No, no, you can't. Wait, look at what happened against Burnley and Watford. Six points there. I think it's I think it's actually a very important point because the teams they were dropping points to all the time at home last year yeah. were the teams in the bottom five, six mm-hmm. and seven yeah. all the time they were going there and those teams were just holding out and getting a draw or getting a one-all or yeah. getting a nil-all and they were confident of taking points off you know? whereas Mourinho for all his detractors and the whole lot he's gone out and he's addressed his weaknesses in the side or it, it look, looks like he's addressed the weaknesses in that side but the, the key question is can he just can he launch a title challenge just by beating those shit teams and not worrying against the top teams, which is what he would have done in his pump? Like he, as he I said, was happy to take a draw against the big teams, yeah. because it meant they didn't get any further away from him. And knowing that his team would outperform the others around against him, the rubbish against sides, the, the mid table and shitty teams. But you'll, you'll only know that when he plays, when he does play Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, City, Sports, when he plays against all of them, when they're all out of the way for the first round of games or whatever. Then you'll know where he stands. Dave? I mean, I think that, you know, it, it is, I agree with Gavin that I think this is an opportunity for us to show that, you know, we're, we're doing the right things. The worry for Klopp is I think his system or his style of management requires everyone to buy into it 100%, right? Because I don't think his style of play works at 95% or 90%. You know, I think he needs people to, to give their all for him. And I think if we don't start... Now, bear in mind, he's lost two games since February in the league, so it's not like a disaster, right? But if he, if he, if we have another bad game, I think suddenly, psychologically, the players go, he's not changing anything, like, mm. you know, and maybe this isn't working. And as soon as that starts happening, they don't make that run, they don't put that effort in, they don't, whatever, then it starts to become a bit of an issue. So for me, it's not so much that we have to win because it's United or because of us. It's just because of where the team kind of is at the moment. Now saying that, I think United need to win as well. Mm -hmm. Because I, I think that the question marks over them are going to be, can he, can they do it in the big games? And when you look at what City did to us, and the quality of the Chelsea team, yeah. I think that if they don't win, suddenly they go to third favourites for the league, you know, instead of maybe favourites, which is where they are now, you know? So, one of the favourites. So, yeah. I think, and I know you're not doing predictions yet, but I think it's it's kind of a game that's made for us in terms of a big game, kind of must win. Klopp tends to do well, except in finals, tends to do well in these types of games where yeah. it's like the pressure's on. So, I think he knows he needs a reaction. Depression is on. Yeah. Um, Depression will be on by about fucking three o'clock on Saturday if we don't get a result in the, the game. The point I was making about the match was you were saying I was comparing United's start to the season two hours and, you know, and the fact that United have played all the lesser teams, but they've beaten them. And then, like, we can't compare our start to the season with them because we played some lesser teams and dropped handy points to them too. Yeah. So, but I know we are, and then to come back to what you were saying, Phil, the fact that Marino addressed the, the main problems were turning draws into wins. So we bought a striker for 90 million and he's scoring loads of goals. So, wow, they're winning now all of a sudden. Whereas we'd done the reverse. We didn't need someone that was good at defending, so we kept the shit goalkeeper and didn't buy anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I, I, I think... Well, come here, that's what happened. That is the bones of it. He has a point. Sorry, we kept two shit goalkeepers. But City won the first 10 games last season, to watch them. Right? City yeah. won the first 10 games last season. Everyone yeah. said they'll walk the title, right? Then they finished third. So the reality is that we're eight games into the season, right? It's, you can't draw any conclusions. Look, everyone has question marks over Absolutely not. The no. question marks over United are different to the question marks over us, but they're there. And the question is, okay, so they become flat-track bullies a little bit, right? Is that what they are? Or have they actually got enough in their arsenal to go to Anfield, to go to Stamford Bridge, to go to High, uh, the Emirates, go to uh, the Etihad and win? And... That's the question that's over them. And, and Saturday's going to tell us a little bit about that. And what you were saying about the mood around the camp, Dave, as well, if you notice as well, when the, when the first team were breaking up for international duty, there was some little murmurs in the press, oh, it's probably a nice time to get away from Liverpool and God. Like, that's yeah. not good to hear that. You and, don't and want that, to be hearing that. that's what I said you know on, on, and I, you know, as fans, we've got a role to play in this as well, right? Which is, you know, people are already questioning whether after two years Klopp is a flop. I saw something on the BBC today, yeah. you know, is he, a, is he a success or a flop? Well, the truth is he's neither really right now because he's two years into the fucking job, you know? Yeah, he's, he's doing a so, fine job, but he hasn't achieved But you know, once yet. you start that down that path, you, 
like you, the mood of the place changes, the mood of the press changes, the mood. So we need something that just takes us out to that for a minute. Yeah, I get what you're saying. The longer, the longer that it goes on like that, the more it will breed contempt. The more mad people say mad things. Whereas if we win, he can tell everyone to fuck off, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know when, what is, I mean? when is the cha- next Champions League match? Next, uh, next week. Next year. So if we beat United and beat Marabor. Then all happy. of a sudden everything is exactly. rosy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Taken, you, but the, the pressure is on to win. And your hands van broken, hands in gold. There's literally no team in the league that is more than two games away from a crisis. There's nobody. Not this stage of season. You know what I mean? Everyone's in crisis. Two two losses losses on the bounce. Arsenal, one draw in the Emirates, they're in crisis. Right, look... United themselves, do we, anyone we particularly fear, like, like Mkhitaryan for all his, his fatness in the summer when he had his nipple rings brilliant. and he wasn't done, right? Yeah, he, he was, was brilliant, wasn't yeah. he? It was yeah. like a fake belly he had on. <laughs> <laughs> like or like, like my belly. belly. <laughs> he was like, he reminded me of Bad Santa, you know Bad Santa? Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, like yeah. him in United jersey. But, it's, like, uh, but like, he's been excellent. There's Lukaku, there's Martial. I think Fellaini being out was a big deal. I think Fellaini, I, I think well. it takes away an awful lot of their real nastiness. Maybe if he wasn't going to start even, if it's if he's going to come on for the last 15 minutes and we they start the Lump high ball into the box, in. and our two lads are shitting themselves. Fellaini, uh, do you know yeah, if, I, I, if I was inclined to bet on first United goal scorer, the two players I'd worry about one is Mata, yeah, because he always fucking scores against us, and he's a he's a very smart player. Mm-hmm. So he's the type of player that can work out Lovren and Mata and Marin within yeah. ten minutes. He'll work that out. I find a gap. And do you know who the second one will be? Fucking Valencia, yeah. yeah, down that right wing against Lovren and and uh, Valencia. Well, Young will Valencia. play left, and then Valencia will play right. Is Young so playing left back for them? He has he been, has yeah. Been, yeah. Oh, he has been. Okay. Yeah. So, so if I was, a, if, I, if I look at the last, if I was a betting man, I'd say Matter or Valencia for first goal would be a for United would be a very good bet. I think, yeah, like looking at it, like looking at their, their probably what there was their closest to their biggest game so far, the away match to Southampton. And he started Young and Valencia in the two full. I watched positions. that match actually. They were very poor, but they got a win. Yeah. And Luke, who's playing centre off for them? Is it Jones, they had Jones, Jones and, and Bailey? Bay, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Lukaku actually got one of the goals he scored against Southampton. He basically just bullied the centre, had pushed him out of the way. See, that's my big worry. And this it's is, not that's even, what I'm getting on. It's to not even our a, lads can't if, won't be if, able to put up with that. If Lukaku targets Matip and Mignolet, right? He, at some stage, he's going to get a free shot and goal. His second goal against Southampton was a perfect example of anybody seeing it. He just nudged the centre point, literally two hands yeah. pushed him out of the way. And, 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 and Mikatarian, I can tell you now, the one thing Mourinho will do, Mikatarian and Mata will stand in, just in front of Mignolet and just be awkward to get around. It's the same as what Watford did and the same with every other team that when they see Mignolet play. Do you know, do you know who, and Phil's going to have a fucking uh, uh, heart attack here, but a fit Lucas Leiva playing in midfield would be right for this game. To stand on Lukaku's toes and win the second balls. Because that's what Henderson doesn't do. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 40, 40 says... Why not play Milner then? Has, has Matic been the real key to United's form so far this season? Like He's part we, of it. We talk about, and he is part of it, you're right. And I was going to go on to that. We talk about Lukaku being bought in... Uh, or brought in and bought to solve their crisis for for a striker up top when when Ibrahimovic was going to be out. Matic has made a massive difference to that midfield, um, and and there's there's no two ways about watching them. In the couple of games I have watched them, he's been he's been excellent. But he's there is two ways about it because he's playing poor against poor midfield that don't want the ball. He hasn't he's played against a, a quick midfield too, player. Well, let, let's see how he does against a quicker midfield, which we should have on I side. seem to remember him doing quite well against us for Chelsea. Matic is a good player. The thing I've heard from United fans no talking to them, um, yeah, you told is me he, he was. Yeah, he's a yeah. good ladder. And then you told me to shut up and not argue. <laughs> um, but the thing the United fans have um, ta- said to me is that they've been ruthless. And not only in front of goal, but defensively. Yeah, they don't give away they, they chances. They give away nothing. Give away goals. They literally get their back four. Their, their two wide men sit in. They, they it's almost defend like Jose Mourinho manages them. And then, they will just <laughs> gradually, yeah, and then they'll just gradually move their way up the pitch. And again, they get people around Lukaku. And they force, they're they forcing chances more than, more than anything else. It's, really bam, it's bamboozling. Like, it's amazing. It's, it's almost it. like they're like them good football teams yeah. that don't give away at the It's, like, it's like this world-class manager. <laughs> it's this world-class like manager who has a track record for success and yeah. uh, setting up teams very well defensively. And, and a then, quarter of a billion pounds. Uh, yeah, and being able to spend shitloads of money because he goes to the club. And really good players has joined one of the richest team in England and made them better. I'm fucking, I'm astounded by it. To be honest with you, it's stunning. It's it's a stunning, it's a stunning find. Let's get on to um, (laughs) our uh, team predictions 
for ourselves. So, Gav, what's your eleven that beats United? As as no, that beats United. Yeah, as Klopp will pick. You. Them. No, what, 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 what's you. your eleven that beats okay. United? Um, what I will pick will be Carius Gomez, Matip, Lovren, Moreno, Jan Henderson, Wijnaldum, Coutinho, Salah, Firmino. Right. That's 13 players. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That, that, that 13 will get you in. Definitely a good chance. Good chance, chance. <laughs> chance with 13. Just say fucking nothing. Yeah. <laughs> say nothing. Put them on the pitch. Just hoosh them on. No one's looking. See, nobody counts 1 to 11 anymore, so there's all squad numbers. I don't have a clue. You know, just, and you get loads of the small players to stand between one of the big ones. We the rest counting the numbers. We did that in a match out in Ballyogan one time. We were in a cup match. It was the semi quarter final. Just lobbed another fella on for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> Nobody copied, we still lost. He hasn't got a jersey on, he's equipped on this jacket. <laughs> Snuck an extra plate on did, did you ever see the video of the, the ref? He was he looked very old, but he was. Um, he was probably in the United States. No, he was, checking, he was checking the studs of the team. Have you seen that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he, he kept, kept on sending the lads going to the end, around huh? in the circle. Yeah. And he's still... there about 10 minutes checking the studs. He was... <laughs> Neil, any uh, changes to that lineup? I'd bring Robertson in, I'd take out Firmino, and I'd play. Oh, I don't know how to play Story. I'd play Solanke, I'd give him a chance. Yeah, so yes. you'd play Solanke instead of Firmino. Yes. And play Coutinho and Salah off him. Yes. Okay. And Dave. Robertson rather than Moreno. So you ever see the movie Rocky Balboa, they say to him, your knees are fucked, your eyes are fucked, you know, you can't train, you can't run, you can't do whatever. Yeah. So there's all you can do is throw big punches. Well, that's a bit like Liverpool. We can't defend. We've got a good, no midfield, no goalkeeper, no fullbacks, right? So I'd go with the most attacking lineup. So I'd play Robertson and Alexander-Arnold, assuming he's fit. In the midfield, I'd play Henderson, Jean and Chamberlain, probably, because I don't think Ronaldo is fit. And then up front, Coutinho, Salah and Firmino. Mm. And... Minilane goal because I don't agree with bringing Carrius in. I think you're just setting Carrius up to fail, bringing him in every five games. So unless he's the keeper for the rest of the season, that's only eleven players. Now you fucking. I take you, actually. I wouldn't. You, you play, I take trick. him. Missed a fourteen player. <laughs> play Wijnaldum because it's away from home. So it's oh, at home. home. Always. Oh, well, then I play. <laughs> so he's your he's your twelfth man. <laughs> well, because yeah. he can't job share. You can't that's play outside I mean. the table and win. I just don't think he's fit. So that's the only reason. If he's fit, I play Wijnaldum. Stevo. Um, yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Trent and Robertson as my two fullbacks. Lovren matchup. Um, listen for this specific game. I'd probably actually no. Fuck it. I'd play Danny Ward. I would play Danny Ward if if I was picking the team yeah, because because he had one good game. He's had two good two, games, two good which games. is probably one good game more than the others. You know what I mean. Um, so I play him there because he's shown he can command his area and catch I have crosses. A, he can catch crosses and Make he, saves. he actually it's not even the big saves he actually looks in games like he commands and demands from his back four organisation and he gives them information during the game Which that I huge. haven't seen the other two we were saying that last do. time he's competent yeah, yeah. but yeah. He, Very that's competent. maybe all he is but yeah. the others this, are incompetent yeah he's competent so, at the things you want so the goalkeeper to do so when you're looking at him and you're saying right he talks to Supposedly. his back four he organises them he tells them what's going on in front of them okay. and that's massive that's massive it just friend. feels like when we wanted Brad Jones because we were pissed off I never wanted Brad Jones because. <laughs> but do you, see the, do you see the common denominator do you see the common denominator here it feels like we just wanted Brad Jones because of Mignolet it feels like we just wanted Sparky the wonder fucking dog because so, it was Mignolet so the, uh, Brad Jones was a poor Middlesbrough goalkeeper before we bought him um, Bob Danny, Dan Danny Ward was went, a backup Danny reserve Ward. Blackburn goalkeeper <laughs> who played against us them, in a fucking bongo bongo cup match yeah. and got, managed to get a transfer but over Danny Ward played a full season albeit in the championship but, but with Huddersfield a team who, who went on and, and got promoted and I think he has a bit about him. You know, full First season man, in the I, SPL. I he doesn't yeah. have a bit about him. I'm saying you don't start him against Man United. Oh, I would agree. I think, I think if he had a run of three or four it's games, I'd mechanics. say, yeah, he's Give doing well, leave him in there. But I'm, I'm saying it's a, it's a you one can make, Look, You could make arguments for any of them. Of course and, you could. Pros and cons and, of both and, of them. And or you, the three of them, sorry. And you three already picked your team and didn't put him in, so that's okay, but I did. So he's in the team. I have um, Ward and Mignolet in goal. He's going 15 now. He's a smart man. You can't argue with those sort of tactics. I'd have Henderson, Chan and Coutinho in the middle. I'd leave Coutinho there and I would play Oxlade-Chamberlain, Salah, and I would play 
Um, ba, 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 Firmino up top. Yeah. So only one goal threat in your front three. Yeah, unfortunately so. Mm. Fucking yeah. EJ. <laughs> I thought about I thought about drop three. Uh, Oxley Chamberlain, Chamberlain uh, Salah, and Firmino. Because I think you're going to make it work. <laughs> Oxlade Chamberlain thing is bad. But it's just it. no goals, no assists. I don't rate him as a player, but for me, player, and I said it all along. For me, if he was going to come in, playing him in that front three, even though he has no end product. Um, that's where I'd be playing. Seriously, Liverpool is the maddest club in the world. Because he has no end. Because I'm absolutely bamboozled at the fact that he and anybody else thinks he can be a good centre midfielder. Should come in with a goalkeeper and goal that doesn't catch the ball. Anyway, so my my eleven would. I was going to put up some sort of argument for him, but fuck, I'm not. There is none. There is none. He's no, my, my argument, my argument over him. Shit. Yeah, no, my argument over him would be. Um, just needs a full well, pre-season. No, no, I think, I think my argument. Just needs a full. Argument, 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 no, we're laughing at that. We're laughing at that. But I need this argument with Dave now because he's just told me to shut up that Oxley Chamberlain isn't shit. I'm going to toil about What has he offered? What has he offered? How was he? How was he even worthy of being signed by us? No, no, no. That's not what you said. He didn't say he's not good enough for us. You said he's shit, and I say he's not. Okay. So, you, okay, we're going to be pedantic about it because of a, a, a phrase that I used. He's not, he's not shit. He's, he's not shit because no, no player. There's no, you there's said no he's player, shit. I there's disagree. There's no player no, in the Steve, Premiership Steve, that's Steve, shit. Steve. There's no player in the Premiership that's shit. Right. Okay. So you were wrong. So I was wrong. There we go. Okay. Right. He's not good enough for Liverpool. Okay. okay. That's good enough. Yeah, that's my point. So well, it I depends. Say, well, it I, depends. I don't think we know that yet. To be honest, no, I, do. I do. I do. He hasn't played enough games. We <laughs> <have to see. laughs> no, I Listen, hang on a minute. Do. Three seasons ago, right? We said, and I quote Phil here: Adam Lallana is the worst player I've ever seen play for Liverpool. He's worse than Downing. He was at the time. Yeah, but then he became a better player. So we have to say, look, maybe... Hang on, 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 I was quoting saying something. I was quoting saying something. Let me finish off the quote. I'm saying, Okay. let's give him more than 51 minutes in Liverpool. You wanted to get fucking pedantic, right? So Hang on a second, Stephen. I'm answering something that I was quoting about three years ago. I said, I don't see the point in signing a player that you're not going to play in the position that he excelled at at Southampton when Rodgers was playing him on the right fucking wing. Klopp comes in and plays him in the position that he was excelling at Southampton and all of a sudden Adam Lallana is a great fucking player. Can we point out something? So can I just point this up? That's fine. You you maybe did say that once, but then 355 other times you said Lallana shit, Lallana shit, That's because he was playing on the right wing. You you also said... I find him mad, right, that... um, You lost your bet. He wants... Oxley Chamberlain to die, but he's picked him in the fucking game. What's the other option? Put Firmino in, I don't which know, I did as well. I think you're just looking for a fucking row. No, no, I'm always Can I pick my 11? No. In goal, I'd have Woodbourne. <laughs> <laughs> no, in goal, I'd go, I'd, I'd, I'd go with Ward because I just, at this moment, I think Carrius is a busted flush and I think Mignolet is I, I, I just wish he fell off a building or something and then uh, I'd the play the survive yeah he'd probably fall back in a lift I don't care maybe a building in the Bermuda Triangle so he disappears um, I'd have I'd play, I'd, I'd play Gomez uh, Gomez Lovren and Matip as the three centre backs mm. oh yeah going three at the back I'll go three at the back okay because that, that goes great we did that yeah. last time well, I don't really care. We, we uh, everything, everything is fucking going great for us at the you moment, need right? Stephen Cogger. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Zagal, actually. Then I'll play wing-backs, Trent, and I'll play, I'll play Robertson and Trent as the two wing-backs. I think Robertson's final ball is very good. I think it gets down the flanks. He does what Moreno does, but his final ball is very good. And I think United you know, you know are going to look to be very compact and want us to play down the flanks because they, they look to defend the crosses. Positionally, in, right? he's much better so too. I think Rob, yeah. Robertson and Trent Alexander are both good at delivering crosses, and that's why I played them in this game because they're going to get plenty of real. Do you not, uh, do you not think spaces. that United's biggest threats are wide, though? From, from them because well, you, you, that's, like, I've, got, I've got three centre backs and I've got two lads who are capable at defending as well. So why, I'm not worried about their wide threats now at this stage. Phil has just nullified United's okay. attack as an attacking force. Carry oh, on. Centre midfield, I'll play Chan and I'll play Henderson. Right? Mm. Then I'll play Coutinho just in front of them. Mm. More or less in that drifting position. Like a regista. A front facing trade quarter regista. In front of the two. In front of the two. So it's a three, a four, and a one. Yeah. How many is that? That's seven, eight. How many have I got left? I've got uh, two, two left. Six if then you pick up a team like two, me. Two up front then, I'd have, I'd have Salah and oh, I'd yeah. play Storage. But I'd play Salah and Storage as a two. Interesting, there. yeah. Because Salah has played up front as a centre forward in a two for Roma and scored goals mm. in Italy. Again, no one can be sure that's a fact, Phil. If they can, they can go back and check it. Okay. Why would you play Storage over Firmino? I think Storage plays well when, there's two, when he's in a two, right? 
four years ago. No, <laughs> any time <laughs> last year, any time he's played in a two, when he played alongside the league last year, he scored three. goals as well. Uh, so I'd play. I, I've, I've no issues with playing him in a two. I don't see the point of playing him in a one. And Firmino for me is terribly <laughs> out of form and is not scoring goals. He's missing the open goals all the time. And the only fellow that's scoring goals for us is Salah. And the only fellow who scores goals for us in two up front is Sturridge. So play the two of them as a two. And have Coutinho the, pro- the problem with three at the back is that it uh, he can't the system can't press as well because you lose a midfielder. So I think that's the problem. I, I, I don't think we need to press you. I think they're going to sit deep and look at the catch on the counter. He, I don't think Klopp is he going to abandon his philosophy? Yeah, I don't think he knows that. It, not that he doesn't know. I don't think he wants to coach any other way. Because it wouldn't be rock and roll football. That's field, the best it? way. No, I hear you, but again, but I, I think three at the back <laughs> is interesting. I, 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 I think yeah, if no. we conceded yeah. the number of goals we conceded, having three centre halves and trying that in a game is, is a good way to do it. Particularly when you're playing Gomez at right back, you may as well yeah. play him at, at as, as, as the right centre back. Yeah, like we did with Chan. And I think Trent Alexander is an excellent attacking threat, but he can't, he can't, his, his defending is being cr- oh, like really badly taken apart at this moment purely because he's a young footballer. And we want him to be an attacking force, yet we're giving out fucking stink that he's not making tackles and being caught slightly out of position. Yeah, he, he is. He's a bit naive when it comes to defending. You know, he, he, he tries to go over balls he shouldn't, and he gets torn, you know, and people can get at him. But you look, look, I haven't seen Matham give, give him a hell of a lot of help. You know, and, and just kind of rein him in and say, listen, you know, that's you're really good going forward. Come Straight back, back a you've bit. got Gomez giving him a bit of insurance. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a learning that's not, no, for listen, your fullback as well. I didn't think of going straight to the back, but you, you put up a decent yeah. argument for it, you really have. Grant, can I have the job once Klopp gets the sack? Because, like, <laughs> <laughs> only, only if I'm assistant. <laughs> We're on that path anyway, so it's only mad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, lads, um, so predictions game. Give it gigsy till the end of the season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Someone talked about that. Who won't United? To who? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to... The, the, Do a Scotty Marino win? Yeah, Marino, a proper Marino fucking... Nilo. Oh, come back to me. Okay, Dave. 3-1, Liverpool. Okay, Steel. I think one all. I think we, we, we go one up and they come back and, and take the wind out of the sails and then we're hanging on. Okay, Neil, come back to you. I think it's a draw and I think Danny Ings is going to get the equaliser. Oh, fuck. <laughs> in, the, in the dying minutes. <laughs> Danny right. <laughs> I, I don't know what I, I think. I, I think I'm going to get, get slaughtered. For Basically, that what I'm saying is, I think you know, it'll be. Oh, you what you feel? I think. No, I, there's just something about. Uh, Do you know what it is? Just feel, it just, no, it just feels like that. That made you know, that made and set up for this game. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with you, but I think I think it's a, it'll be a scaldy draw. I think Four Marino Marino will get what he wants I think it'll be a scaldy draw yeah, it'll be a bad game of football it'll be a draw so I think Chamberlain Patrick the one thing we don't want to do is concede the fourth goal because if we concede the fourth goal we're going we're gonna to really have our backs and they'll be one up then as well before the Arsenal game everyone was worried right and you know we played very very well I think most people would have said we would have drew that the City game ended up being a shambles, but we probably should have been two up. By the time it happened. Right? Oh, yeah. We, we beat City were 11 men, in my opinion, yeah. Right? So, again, it's like I was saying earlier, the difference between us being a very good side, or getting very good results, let me rephrase that, getting very good results and getting disappointing results, I don't think it's a massive leap. So we, were, I don't think, we were five goals away from a draw with City. That's a massive <laughs> gap. Yeah, five breakaway goals, though. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but unlucky side. Right. Five of them were if we only hadn't conceded M3 against Watford it's <laughs> 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 um, fine margins yeah no I, I think you're probably right in the sense that I know it's an obvious thing but Mourinho is absolutely a model if they get a goal against the run of play they are just going to fucking close up like a 90s Italian team well, like he, it's just, he could but do you know the thing though as well about United right now is and we've been there as Liverpool under Rodgers for example when we were playing Chelsea in that game just as an example sometimes if someone hasn't put you under pressure in a while or if they haven't gone behind or if they haven't had to scrap for yeah. it or they haven't had to like you lose that. chase a game have they got it in them? I don't know maybe they probably do I'm not saying they don't but who knows we go 1-0 up or maybe 2-0 up do they have it in them then? Like, yeah. you know, do they have it in them to, to come back? I know what you're saying by that, absolutely. The only thing I'd say about City or Arsenal is they're a very different beast. They yeah. do give up chances in every game. They just have such an attacking quality that they normally get themselves out of jail. Yeah. Um, Liverpool put Arsenal to the sword, may have done more damage to City yet again if they'd taken their chances earlier. Yeah. And that's, that's what I feel our killer will be. We're not going to get... Well, I don't believe we'll get... 
12 or 15 chances in this game. I think when you look at the stats at the end of this game compared to Arsenal or you know Spartak or whoever the yeah. fuck it was. But I, I think Mourinho could literally come to Anfield on Saturday and say, do you know what? I'm just not conceding, and if we don't yeah. score, I don't care. No, I don't. I'll think take a point. I think that's what I'll he take will a point, and I've that, I'm, yeah. I'm, I've dropped four points already uh, over the space of eight games or whatever it will be then. And oh, listen, a great he's start. coming. And he's one of them coming. Games out of the way. Gav, there's no there's no doubt that Mourinho is coming to take a point, right? Absolutely. And if he and if he gets the three points with his game plan, which is sit deep, sit in, stay compact. And then attack on the break and wait for them to make a mistake. Wait for one of those three to similar to Ireland chance. and Wales there to, 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 quote, like to quote a certain David Thomas is in tonight, eventually Minnelli. Very well. Matter Minnelli. Eventually, you replace one triangle, one uh, fucking axis of shit and replace it. Used to it be eventually Skirtle. Yeah. Eventually Martin Skirtle. Now it's eventually Minnelli. Yeah. But I mean, the funny thing is, with the quality you know you'd have going forward and, and defensively especially. If I was Mourinho, I'd, I'd go for Liverpool in the first 15 minutes. I'd actually go at them and say, you know what, go right at them now. Mm-hmm. And if we get one, then we'll just revert and we'll say, you know, we can break it. us down. I think, yeah. I think that's never, that's in the same way it's not in Klopp's psyche really to say, let's sit in tight for the first 15, wait, wait this out and see how the game <coughs> goes and, and then get stuck into them. It's not in Mourinho's to go the okay. opposite way. Okay, okay. Um, we'll, we'll wrap it there. We, we've got our predictions. But quick strippers chats, right? So I, I won't ask his lads after having the arguably one of the hardest holidays in my life. Um, what's your favourite best hor- holiday horror story of, from your time around, Gav? <coughs> Hang on, Neil. We'll come to you last. Neil's won this one. I don't know if I had a bad holiday. Could you go to someone else and I'll have a thing? Uh, Dave Thomas. I didn't think you were genuinely asking I jumped off a diving board and uh, into the Shallow end of the pool. Neil's looking at you. Oh, you too, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you had water, did you? No, no, no. And there was no guy for much. And I landed on this guy with glasses. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't really have like uh, kind of holiday nightmare stories. Uh, really, like. Yeah, I don't have any. I, yeah, I, no. I don't go I to just, shitty places. I just go on, just go on nice holidays. Yeah, well, exactly. the four, my first holiday I can, rem- I can remember. Hang on, you. We're, 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 we're finishing with yours. I don't. I don't. Unfortunately, have any. Or, or, uh, I don't think so. I think the worst one I had was when I was quite young, and I went up to the airport with the missus, and we were going away, and handed in the bags and they went on down the conveyor belt and everything gave. Then your woman then said, "Sorry, actually, do you have another passport?" To my missus, oh, and she no. went. What do you mean? She went. This one's out of date by six months, and we were just there going. What? <laughs> How did you not tell us this before you put our fucking bags <laughs> on the conveyor? They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> They're gone with the fucking plane. Did you say see you, love? See ya. No, I ended up was a fucking. Did Saturday you say just put summer. a tag and horn send her yeah, through yeah, with yeah, the yeah. conveyor belt as well? No, no, no. And then the bag to declare. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, Let me so out. I ended up having to go into the fucking department of foreign affairs or whatever it is on Stevens Green, get an emergency passport, go back out to the airport, and for, I think we were going with budget travel or somebody like that at the time and fair play to them actually they put us on another we were going to fucking Fort Aventura or somewhere and they put us on a flight to um, Gran Canaria and they put us on a flight to Gran Canaria that night had to sleep in the fucking airport Airport. overnight until the next morning when the little shitty plane operator opened up and got a little shitty Cessna type job would you not just give the fucking guy who's looking at your passport 200 quid and say go on just let me through that would you that wasn't in those sort of affluent uh, situations back in those days I actually did I, you know, I, offer him a hand job or something no I offered, <laughs> I offered her to give him a hand job <laughs> 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 Nilo Nilo we'll just finish Nilo what's, what's your worst uh, holiday story I've had only good holiday stories <laughs> 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 Honestly, Every, everything's a journey Nilo everything's a journey yeah yeah yeah, we, yeah, my first, my first ever here. holiday I can remember I went to Malta with my family and my dad found me floating face down the paddling pill great this started my love affair with swimming pills <laughs> <laughs> subsequently in the river reggae bar in Cyprus after a night of revelry I decided to take my togs off and jump into the swimming pool neglecting to check the depth of the water in said swimming pool resulting in a two year spell in hospital <laughs> you know what actually happened when you hit like you was it very little water or was there no water that's what happened that's all I heard 
It was all the bones of my neck breaking. Really? Oh, that was everyone laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was only after getting there, right? I was literally after playing 20 minutes. I'd be money in my pocket, about three grand in my pocket. <laughs> three grand in my pocket. He was pulling the island, was he? Not able to move. What? No, well, I was paralysed from my eyeball down. For how long? For about four months. Really? But you were out yeah. cold, I assume. You woke up Yeah, yeah, full of morphine. Yeah. Well, like, did well, you, really did you, did you, did you, I never really got into <laughs> well, it. Really Sorry, Neil, you jumped just from the bank, just, you know, just the edge of the, the edge, yeah, what happened was, there's people sitting down in the shallow end, and people standing up in the deep end, and I was absolutely out of my face. Right. Just does anyone here work for Allianz or anything like that? Did you jump in head first? Yeah, I'm sure my forehead touched my chest, the sword's until. Tommy Burns. Fucking hell. Yeah. So you just crumpled Christ. yourself up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta say, you know, just from you I'm not going story, after that. I'm not going after that. Your diving technique doesn't sound <laughs> <laughs> no, no, It was a beautiful dive. I had pike and everything. Yeah, it was just a war. Daily, you are not. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, I'd say Neil does watch the diving in the Olympics and go, that's fucking what? That's <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> God, what's your worst story? I, I had a bad steak one time. <laughs> I was really stuffed and I had to lie on the ground and let it Phil's told us a story before we started like how bad his holiday was and you should be fucking ashamed of yourself after listening to that yeah, he was going on about the baby was crying yeah. for three hours on a plane. Yeah. And yes, you talked about going on a plane. I had to get an air ambulance home and it took 17 hours. 17 hours? Yeah. They kept dropping. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really okay, broken? <laughs> so what was it? He kept waking up to me. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Where were we going? Hang on a minute. Let's go back. Me shorts. Me money's <laughs> in me shorts. <laughs> I got three grand. If I could get up, I'd get off this plane. He's dead. He didn't even have on the plane. He dangled him out with a bottle of helicopter. He said it was 17 hours. He was in like one of those cow winches. Maybe he's with a Chinook. Maybe he could just turn him upside down and all fix. You know, just hang him up there. It was the shorts. They just picked him up with a shorts. What did you say, 17 months? 17 hours. In hospital? Yeah. Nearly two years was in hospital. Fucking hell. Where in Ireland? In the rehab in Dunleary, yeah. Oh, two months to, actually, I was two in months to fix there, his right? neck and it was one of the funniest things I was in hospital and I was also placed in, just in case. head injuries right <laughs> so I befriended this guy right because I was bored out my tits so, like you know when you do eight hours of physio with the rest of the day then you had my own room and all that but you've nothing to do then so I befriended this fella who thought he was on a ranch in Texas <laughs> <laughs> oh, I swear on oh, my son morning partner I used to see him I used to say this let me hear later and say to him what you having dinner just ask him make me <laughs> <laughs> and you know where this fella was from he got a in the head playing harder than Kilkenny. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say to your man, when'd you leave your horse, mate? Ah, I just left it outside the saloon. <laughs> I'd say, I don't need a horse, mate. I'd be on wheelchair. You know I mean? Yeah, you guys are so lucky. I don't know. I think he got a job as a rancher somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Lucas Leyva. <laughs> Right, so that was the podcast. Big thanks as ever to the lads for coming in. Gav, Neil, uh, Dave for nipping in tonight as well. I know he made a special effort to come in because he, he, he had flown specially in from Wales. And Steve, of course, for organising the live event that you need to buy your tickets for on www.lfcdt.com or in the JK Stoutman's bar that we definitely know what the PA setup is down there so there'll be no issues on the day. None whatsoever. <laughs> definitely won't be talking out over megaphones. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, two traffic cones. Well, listen, it's great to have you here today, David. <laughs> him, him holding the other one up to his ear. <laughs> That's it. Order, please. Um, right, Our so. intros are getting worse every week. <laughs> this is the outro. Oh, that's what I meant. Um, so, yeah. So, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'd better turn your microphone on, Neil. Don't do any dive in there before I do it. Go on, walk away there. I said the Guinness is really good in there. All oh, right. Yeah. If anyone's looking for a good point, they're going to sketch yourself down. I can highly recommend it's a pity it. It's pity though Carlsberg sponsored the gig. Um, oh yeah, and it's sponsored by. <laughs> it's sponsored by Red Bull. Well, to be fair, Diageo are Carlsberg, aren't they? No, no, no. They're Copenhagen. Probably they bottle it. Right. <laughs> Steve, I don't give a bollocks. We're finished. Good night. God bless. I'll see you next week. <laughs> 
So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies plus type two collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Sports Social Podcast Network.